Brothers and sisters, today is August the 28th, 2022. This is episode number 245 on Renell's Real Talk Media Network. Today, I want to talk a little bit about a podcast that I did back in April of 2022. It's uh, episode 223. And it was titled, Avoiding Blackness. You have so many people that continue to not even recognize the fact that they're black. That's all over the country. For some reason, it seems like it's an epidemic. It's like I'll be anything else but black. Even though you can be anything else, but you're still black. That never changes. And the sad thing about it is it has spread over, over the years, over the decades. And now it's almost damn near a a, a, a epidemic to the fact that black people don't want to be black. Anything but black. So today on this Food for Thought podcast on the 28th of August, I want to talk a little bit about Stop avoiding your blackness. Stop avoiding your blackness. Because see, every time we avoid who we are, we only make ourselves look more and more stupid. No offense, but that's exactly what we make ourselves look like. Why? Because it looks like you're trying to hide something. And what are you really trying to hide? You're black. Live up to it and love it. It is nothing wrong with being black. It never has been. But society predicts that everything that's black is bad. Like the black cat. Oh man, the black cat run past your way. Oh man, you're going to have bad, something bad's going to happen. Or the cowboy with the black hat. Bad cowboy. Devil's food cake. Oh, man. See, chocolate, uh, devil's food cake is devil's food. White cake, angel food cake. See the difference? Society perpetuates its own stigmas on us. And they've been doing this ever since we've been free. 156 years. And they're still doing it. They did it in slavery. They're doing it in freedom and we allowing it. But brothers and sisters, the book I've been reading, Seven Steps to Decolonizing the Mind by Philip Scott. In chapter five, he was talking about, we first of all, we have to love thyself. See, the key is loving thyself because if you can't love yourself, then nothing else is going to work. So you have to love yourself. And part of uh, number uh, chapter five, he's he's talking about how now Philip Scott is a well-traveled man. He's a brother. He's a well-traveled brother. And he was talking about how our brothers and sisters over in the Caribbeans and Africa, how they're bleaching their 
bleached. They're bleaching themselves. Why? Because see, white folks has put in their mind and they try to act like they're this and they're that. It's like, no, you guys do the same thing over there as we do in America. Matter of fact, you pick it up from here and you transfer it over there to the uh, Caribbean in, uh, Af- excuse me, in Africa. Bleaching of the skin. Because see, the darker you are, the better that vitamin D from the sun is against your skin. It protects you. See, when you have that rich melanin in your skin, like they say, what's the old saying? Black don't crack. When you have that rich melanin in your skin, a woman who's 45 looks like she's 30. A woman who looks like she's 50 looks like she's 35. See, that black don't crack. And the darker you are, the better it is. But black don't crack. White folks get in sun, they burn up. They skin. They got to use the, all these oils and ointments and uh, whatever, lotions in order to not burn up. And they're trying to get dark. But having baked on dark is not actually having genetically dark melanin. It's not the same. Because the baked on dark, like anything else, will crack and crumble. You see, Brothers and sisters, our sisters for generations and generations and generations have had big booties. Now you got people want to go and buy booties. You got white girls, Asian girls. Hispanics are pretty much, they, 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 their genetics pretty much fall as far as the booty part sometimes as if they were black folks, even though they are black folks. Sometimes they have a hard time recognizing the fact because see the lighter that uh, the lighter that they are, the more white they more likely want to be. But when you look at it, black people all over the world are hidden to a certain degree. Your black Australians, your black Asians, they're hidden because see, no one wants to see a black Asian from Asia. I'm not talking about from here. Because black people are all over the world. We are the world. But yet we tend to run from the fact of who we are. And that is what destroys us the most. See, black lives do matter. Real black breathing human beings matter. I'm not talking about the organization. Take a lot of make a lot of money off of a slogan and then do nothing for the cause, but fill up your own pockets. I'm talking about black people matter all over the world. Black people need to get out of the mindset of because I am a Caribbean or I am a African, but you're still black. Learn to embrace the fact that you're black as well as being an African or as well as being a Caribbean or as well as being a, a, an, a, an American. Learn to embrace it. Don't let it embrace you to the point where you think nothing about your blackness, but you think only of your nationality. Because let me tell you something. 
no matter what people may see when they see you, they still see black. Whether you're from Africa, the Caribbeans, or America, or any place else, you're still black. And when they bury you in the ground or burn you up, you still will be black. Learn to embrace yourself. Learn to love who you are. Learn to fight for your color. And be proud that what God gave you is something that everybody don't have. And they're killing you because they don't have it. They hate you because they don't have that melanin. They hate you because you are special. And if you don't see yourself as special, they'll continue to do the things that they do without a fight. See, black people are special. That's why the world goes through all the shit that it goes through just to put you down. Just to keep you down. We are a resilient people. No matter what they do, we still come back faster and stronger and better. That's the problem. But we tend to want to be white. Our sisters, lace front wigs. Sister, when you have that black curly hair, the softness of your hair, that spongy bounce back of your hair, you're black, you're beautiful. When you want to wear a wig to cover up what God gave you, what is that really saying? What are you really saying? Those of you who call yourself Christians or whatever you worship, when you're covering up yourself, you're covering up God's natural beauty for what? Because you are afraid to be what you are. Because somebody told you black is no good. You black, you better get back. That's the attitude from black people in America. You're black, you better get back. We are black people. We are the finest people on this planet. Yes, we built America along with others, but we were the architects and the builders on the first line, on the front line. But yet, you have become passive because the white man has given you a little bit of something. So therefore, now you feel you don't have to do the things that you, our ancestors had to do because a white man said, come on over here. Here's a basket of fried chicken and some buttermilk biscuits with honey. He's giving you honey. Come on over here. And remember, because see, you, you get a lot of stuff. A lot of people uh, say things and a lot of people won't say things like they come over here here uh, what uh Europeans and whatever physically or they're not telling you that you shouldn't be with these black Americans because they're no good but they have their subtle ways of doing things when black uh Europeans and black Africans come over here but they don't see it they may get it but they don't see it. And then they'll say, no, they never talked to me like that. But they don't have to literally tell you. There's things that you can do and say. Hey, you want that passport? You got a student visa? Well, you know, there's a certain group of people, 
You just got to be careful and watch yourself about. You don't have to even use, uh, even say who they are. Just be careful. Because you wouldn't want to lose your student visa or your work visa to be in this country. I'm not saying that's what they say, but, you know, little subtle things. Or, hey, you plan on getting a business, uh, huh? You're starting a business over here, huh? Well, be very careful of those people. You know, little subtle things. And if you're not swift enough, you won't catch them. But if you're swift enough, you will understand. When you avoid your blackness, because you want more, it's nothing wrong with wanting more. But don't sacrifice who you are just to get it. Black people, we are a proud people, especially in America. And we have always been because we have gone through more than any other group that sits in this country today. But we've also done a lot of foolish things by trying to be on everybody's side and caring for everybody. First of all, you don't care for yourself. Why are you trying to care for somebody else? You don't care for your own black brother and sister. Why are you trying to care for somebody else? Because you're not proud to be black. When you're proud to be black, like in the book, uh, in, in the fifth chapter, seven steps to decolonizing the mind. When you start to love yourself, you will start to love your brother. You will think twice about wanting to go over there and kill him. Or to harm him. Or your brother or your sister. You'll think twice. You'll learn to find ways to figure and work things out to a more of an understanding than to sit around and, I'm going to kill that nigga. That nigga ran over my shoe. He stepped on my Jordans. That nigga stole my girl. That type of attitude. And my sisters, oh, that bitch, she stole my man. My sister, there's ways to work this out. First of all, if she stole your man that easy, he was never your man. Because your man ain't letting another female steal him from his good queen, his good black queen. It's not going to happen. Learn to love yourself. Feel good when you, when you walk and stand tall when you're black. Yeah. Yeah. Stand tall. Stick your chest out sometimes. Let a motherfucker, excuse the language, let a motherfucker know you home. Somebody's here. I'm not a big guy, but I'm not a small guy. But people see me in other communities and they rarely, if anytime, fuck with me. Why? I have a look. I'm not here for your games. I have a standard about myself. I'm not here to bullshit with you. I can be the most loving, the most funniest guy on the planet. But I'm serious about who I am. And I'm really serious when it comes to who I am as a black man. I'm not here for no shit. So don't try to give me no shit. I walk with my chest out. Not my chest puffed up physically, but I walk with my chest up with my head held high. I was always told, you look a motherfucker in his eye 
when you speak it to him. It's a black man. Look him in his eye. You let him know. Like, ain't nobody scared of you. Well, I got something to say. What I say matters just as much as what you're saying matters. Look him in a look him in the eye. Don't walk with your head down, timid. Black man nowadays walks with his head down, timid. Oh man, yeah, man, you know, white man was right. You give him credit for shit that he ain't even right for. You love him when he hates you, but he loves what you can do for him until you can't do it no more. When you can't do it no more, nigga, you gone. Give me that one. Next. That's how they treat you. Blackness. Hold your head up and stand on it. Whether you be an African, an American, a Caribbean, an Australian, an Asian, or an Afro-Latino. You stand with your head and be proud of who you are. What the hell you walk around with your head down? Damn it. Especially the black man. You walk with your head down. Oh, man. Because see, black man, black woman, you have to understand that black people with money who've developed a little bit of coin over the years and got a nice little status. One, they can only help you so much. They can give you turkeys at Thanksgiving, you know, shit like that. Maybe put some nets up at a park and get a park named after them. Some shit like that. But when it comes to developing, let's start a bank. Killer Mike tried to start a bank, online bank. I believe, I think it's, I'm not quite sure if it's going on or not, but anyway, Killer Mike is a good brother, but Killer Mike don't have them dollars like these brothers you see today, these so-called billionaires, close to being billionaires, you're, you're in the rap game, you Dr. Dre's, close to being a billionaire, you P. Diddy's, billionaire one day, not a billion the next day. Brothers of that nature, Jay-Z, billionaire, these brothers, they're not coming together saying, let's start and get a start a chain of supermarkets for our people to eat or a chain of schools run by black people, owned by black people. Or let's start a community hospital in the most, you know, the, in, the, in the urban cities of America. No, they ain't talking about that. They're talking about, hey man, you buy my liquor, you come in the 4040 club. You watching my uh my uh my TV channel. You listening to my records. You buying, I'm sorry, are you buying or streaming my records? Ain't nobody talking about building. See, people with money, we think they're not gonna build because why? Their money is tied up. There's other ones I didn't name, but hell, you get the picture. There's other ones. Like I say, I name I, I didn't name, but you like I say, you get the picture. But see, their money's tied up with the white establishment. If they do too much for you, then basically it makes them look weak. And it's showing the establishment that they're trying to help their people. See, there's one thing a black man can't do, or a black woman who has a little bit of clout, like your 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 biggest one, uh, Oprah Winfrey, first black billionaire in a long time. She's not going to do too much. She started a school, but she started a school in Africa. Africa don't do shit over here, but she did it over there. Okay, she may have visited, whatnot. Oh, she has adopted whatever she adopted, but it ain't here. It ain't America. It's over there. So, therefore, there's no, 
nothing's going to come down on her. No penalty flag. Because see, those sisters will graduate and go to college over here in America. But they will be colonized to the point of not being a black American. They will be colonized as being Africans who are going to school and later probably start businesses later will get into some uh, certain types of professions because Oprah's paying for all of that stuff. I don't think she ain't. And they will be part of the white establishment. More than likely, they will probably go on. Not all, not sure, can't say 100%, but I'm sure once they're over here, they will go on and marry or date outside of black Americans. Why? They're coming over here. So whatever they, they say to them over here, that's what you're going to do. They don't have to say when you get off the plane and you're going to do this, do this. It's just a matter of what you see, what you hear. And it just filters in your brain. And it stays there. It sits there. Oh, man. You're right home. You're living good now. You're sending money back home to your, 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 your impoverished family. Oh, man. Your family's happy. You're going to school. You're in America. Land of opportunity. Black folks living here. Don't get that opportunity. We have to fight for it. We don't get it. We just have to fight for it. That's the only way we get it is when we fight for it. But when we don't fight for it, we ain't going to get it. And then you sit back and you want, well, the white man won't give me this. Fuck the white man. What you fucking ask him for? Get out there and fight. Love your black self. Love your black skin. Black man, black uh, black uh, black man, black woman in America and go out there and fight. Don't nobody fight better than you. Don't nobody fight better than you. The only time they fight better than you is when you allow them to fight better than you because you, you put your head down. You put your head down. You put your head down. You don't look them in their eye. You look down. Like when you back in the South, you, oh shit, a white woman's on the side of the street. Give me, walk my ass over here. I gotta go across the street so she can pass. She got a dress hanging on a hanger. I bet not look at that dress while that dress is on the hanger. South, that's up. These motherfuckers gonna lynch me, boy. Gotta know that. You gotta know that. You gotta be very careful. They'll lie on you too. They'll lie in the system because the system ain't yours. You got to prove yourself innocent. It ain't, what, uh, 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 guilty until found innocent. It's guilty, guilty, even when you're found innocent. You may be the charge, but shit, they still looking at you like you're guilty. Look at old brother Bill. Look at uh, OJ. OJ lives a little bit better life than Bill. They don't fuck with OJ no more. After he did his time. He didn't do his, he, 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 he did nine years for a crime that basically he wasn't supposed to do but a year. But he had a, he had a, he had a Muzungu, a Muzungu, <laughs> I'm sorry, whatever the fuck you want to call it. He had the wrong lawyer who claimed he didn't understand. Oops. And this man did nine years for a crime that basically didn't call for that. But brothers and sisters, you have to stop avoiding your blackness. You have to start understanding who you are. You have to start believing in yourself and cut out all the arguing and the bickering. Stay out of these 
social media, uh, social media rooms that basically they're not talking about nothing but giving out in misinformation. Not all. I'll throw a shout out to the great conversation. I think that's the best room of any platform I've been in, been on. And I'm talking about, I done did the Twitter. I done did the, uh, the rooms on, uh, Spotify. I done did the, uh, the clubhouse, the great conversation, the four brothers that I will give respect ultimately to, cause I believe they bring a lot of knowledge. They bring a lot of shit that I didn't know. A lot of shit I didn't give a shit about until they start talking about it. And that's call sign. Unapologetically, call sign. The great one, call sign. Dr. Hecker, call sign. Brother, uh, Lions. Those four. And the two sisters. Shay, Sister Shay, a three. Sister Roots, who does readings of fine books. And... I see Cher. I think Cher, Shay, and, and Sister Roots. Those are seven people who get my respect in these chat rooms. A lot of these chat rooms, you get a lot of people who have knowledge, but they get so caught up in their own selves, they don't let nobody else speak. I was in a room not too long ago, and I'm trying to speak. They wouldn't. I'm raising my hand because, you know, you get a room big. You, 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 you got to raise your hand, and you may get called, you may not. And a lot of stuff the guy was saying, but somebody, thank God, was said the same thing I was going to say. It was a brother in there speaking. He was trying to act like, I think he was from, uh, he, he was from somewhere. He wasn't from here. And he was speaking and trying to throw knowledge. Like he, now if you don't know something, you would think this brother was the smartest thing on the books. But this brother didn't even know what the hell he was talking about. Like brother unapologetically always do. He carries receipts. This brother had no receipts. He's just talking. Because see, he thought he was talking in a room with a full of ignorant Negroes. And he was up there trying to put on his so-called bravado as if, wow. And this nigga didn't know what the hell he's talking about. Then a brother jumped in and said, man, you wrong. Unfortunately, it wasn't brother, una, uh, 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 brother unapologetically. But that brother, I done been in the room to that brother. I'm like, one day I was in a room. I'm going to say this. I'm going to bounce. I was in a room. Oh, yeah. By the way, fan base is where the great conversation had originated from. Fan base. Anyway, brother apologetically was in a room and I was like, man, I wish this brother would jump in there. Because I was sitting in the, I was sitting at the bottom. I, I, I wasn't on stage. And then brother Un jumped up there and bam, he laid that motherfucker out. Receipts. Made that dude look stupid. And I was like, thank you. Because I was getting tired of hearing this nigga talk this stupid shit. But brothers and sisters, love your blackness. Love your brothers and sisters. Try to understand the ones that ain't from here. They kind of fucked up because their minds are twisted by whitey. But brothers and sisters, learn to try to understand them. You ain't got to live with them, but learn to understand them. Maybe one day they'll be our ally. But brothers and sisters, this is your brother saying, food for thought on this August 28th of 2022. Peace out, my brothers and sisters, till we meet again.